Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And I've been reminding myself several times during this quarantine ladies if they like you you'll know if they don't you'll be confused oh it's about to get juicy in here hey guys welcome back to tk's juicy pod i am here today with one of my best friends kenzie elizabeth hi guys so do you want to do the one minute intro too just in case someone doesn't know who you are which I don't know why they wouldn't but like you can do it hi guys I'm Kenzie I'm from Texas originally I'm currently living in Texas I was in LA for the past four and a half years I'm supposed to be splitting my time but you know quarantine so here we are I'm a lifestyle vlogger I'm 22 now I started when I was 16 years old I also have a podcast called the I love you so much podcast where I've had people like Taylor Alicia actually pretty much everyone your whole crew, the whole crew has been on. But yeah. yeah, that's what I do. So Kenzie and I have been friends for a very long time, probably the past like four or five years. We don't know the exact date. And we've been really tight. I want to talk all about everything BFF talk to quarantine talk. I, I really want to talk about what it's like being a housewife during quarantine because yes. I feel like we've really had a lot of housewife tendencies appear during mm-hmm. this time. And I feel like it's really important to discuss these things because, you know, I would be a really great real housewife one day. Same. And if I was married. Yeah. Yeah. Same. <laughs> and I want to go into a little bit more about the 307, you know, corn fling life because Kenzie did come up with 307 term. And, you know, I've really taken that term and <laughs> made a run for it. I think you lived it and I just like I just kind of pinpointed it, you know? Yeah, you did. You really did. You walked so I could run. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. I will say, did you ever see when I did, I did a Bumble brand deal. Oh, I think those are iconic, by the way. Yeah, um, shout out Bumble. I did a Bumble brand deal and I mentioned, I was like, listen, I'm down to support Bumble at any time of the day. However, I need to use 307 in the caption because it's the only way my people will respond well to this. <laughs> And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, they totally understood the concept. They understand the 307 lifestyle. Okay, and good. sure enough, you know, Bumble times TK's Juicy Pulse just made a run for it. The money's coming in. Shout out, yeah. Bumble. <laughs> Shout out, Bumble. Bumble, we really appreciate how I you... we were sponsoring this podcast. I know, literally. We really appreciate how you've just taken such a liking to the 307 lifestyle that TK has chosen to live. So as her friends, we have really accepted this 307 lifestyle. We're even for it. We really push her towards this. And I'm just glad that she also has business collaborators as well. 
So I have a question, Kenzie. Yeah. Now that you've known me a while since the 307 term was made up, do you still picture me with the 307? If so, like, let's hone in on what type of 307 you see me with. I see you with, I don't want to say a retired 307, but. Oh. Okay, hear me out. So I feel like 307s have an age limit. Like you can't at heart always be a 307. I just feel like as you spend enough time at like the bungalow or, you know, like at some point you just kind of what seems so obvious at 26, 27 may not seem as obvious at 33. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I think a 307. I agree. I like the retired bungalow life or yeah. retired 307 life. Yeah, like I like exactly, exactly. And I don't, I think once a 307, always a 307. Like, listen, I'm not trying to take anyone's identity from them, right? But I just think <laughs> that by the time you're like, you know, I'm really ready to settle down, that I think that they're just going to be just a little bit more of a sophisticated 307, which granted at that time of our lives, 307s will just be more mature and sophisticated because so will we, you know? Absolutely. Do you think that I will end up moving back to the Midwest or like, do you think that I'll marry a Midwest person? Like what, where do you see that going? To be really honest with you, I think it, I don't mean this in the sense of like you will follow anyone, but I mean that you will make your job work wherever. So I think in order for you to move back to the Midwest, you would have to be madly in love with someone and that would have to be the right choice for you. I don't think, I don't think it's a no. I don't really see you in LA forever. I truly can see myself moving back to the Midwest for a guy. Like, I'm just yeah. going to be honest. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I also hear me out. Like, the right person, maybe like, I will move for them. Maybe three or four years ago, we would have been like, oh, my gosh, don't ever do that. That's so stupid. Blah, blah, blah. But I think as we've grown into our older, <laughs> wiser, more mature 22-year-olds, um, I think. selves. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, Taylor, you're going to want to raise your kids in the midwest because the culture of la is not what you want for like the games that you go to and being involved and stuff it's just not what you want okay so we're gonna pause the episode really quickly so i can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet anchor so if you haven't heard about anchor before it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. And I will say, like, with my job, I technically could do it from anywhere. Exactly. Like, I can make things work. And I'm so used to traveling. I mean, LOL, because we can't travel right now. But, yeah. like, I am so used to traveling that I would be so down to hop on a flight for work at any day all the time. I also think that we're going to start seeing things happen like more outside of LA like we've already seen that happen so I think that I think that's gonna work in our favor you know also I think a lot of companies like Amazon already was such a big advocate for like staying at home like their employees to stay at home at least I I don't know about actual Amazon corporate but I know Amazon Studios like a lot of their employees would work from home and I think we're gonna see that throughout a lot of other companies because there's just so many unnecessary meetings, phone calls, like things that just can be sent through one small email. And I think people are starting to realize that because everyone's obviously working from home right now. Zillow is working from home for the remainder of 2020. I know that. Really? So a lot of, yeah, my cousin's boyfriend works for them. So they're working from home. I've heard of a few others. I don't want to say them because I'm probably going to like mix it up and get it wrong. But there's a few people who have already like outside of, you know, in the future, just like COVID-19, like exclusive. A lot of companies have decided like through the remainder of 2020, like we don't want to be up in the air. We're just working from home if they can. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. I feel like there's so many unnecessary meetings and just waste of time things that happen all the time. So I think working from home is the way to go. I want to ask you, since you did live in L.A. for such a long period of time and you just moved back to Texas, what do you miss about L.A.? Slash, what do you not miss about L.A.? I don't miss the inconvenience that everything is. Like, getting anywhere is so annoying. Actually, I didn't think that I would feel this way, but just being in Dallas and my cousin, who Alyssa, who also lived in L.A. for forever, she recently moved to Dallas a little bit, about a year before I did, and... We both actually like the city of Dallas better than the city of L.A. Like it's now, especially, I mean, I grew up in the suburbs, so I didn't even grow up in the city. But in the past five years alone, like it's so trendy. It's so cool. Like the different neighborhoods, like I'm just obsessed with it. But I definitely miss like my friends. Like that's my biggest thing that I miss. And then just like certain things like cha-cha matcha. Honestly, there's not much that L.A. has outside of obviously like entertainment opportunities. There's not much that L.A. has that Dallas doesn't. Like, I can't really even think of something that I'm like, I mean, we talked the other day about how we really want sweet green, but there's sweet green in Houston. So like, I'm hoping um, it's not a sweet green in Dallas. I know. It's not crazy. It would do so well, too. It's wild. Also, I think I'm just going to go out and say it. I think sweet green's overrated. I'm like, OK, I would rather that's only because anyway. you I know you don't like sweet green, so I shouldn't even brought it up. You just ate <laughs> so much sweet green and you overdid it for yourself. You know, whatever. I, I still love sweet green. <laughs> you really did. I love the Hollywood Bowl you just can't do anything about it but I miss like cha-cha matcha I miss kind of like Melrose Place I hate to say it (laughs) but like my friends and honestly like Joe and the Juice maybe but it hasn't been as difficult as I thought it would be only because I picture so much of my life to still be there 
and we're just in quarantine so i think that maybe i just think i haven't moved i don't know is it weird or uneasy knowing like you don't technically live in la anymore like you don't have your setup yeah well because yeah because i didn't think that that was going to happen like i didn't picture so basically i had a house in la that the lease was coming up and i was like i'm not going to renew it because why would i renew at this point because it's quarantine like i can't even go for who knows how long so we ended up having i had to hire people to like move out of my house but that part kind of sucks and even then though i was thinking i'm like i wanted to travel all this summer and then see how much i really wanted to be in la because we also have studios in new york so i was like maybe i want to go to new york more maybe i want to go to nashville more like i love nashville and all of that so i was like kind of like the idea of not being as tied down to la it does feel weird but i also think like it's such a hard time to even see how i'm feeling about anything like kind of a tangent right now just because so much is up in the air so I'm like I don't know if this is moving related or if this is whatever related like I can't tell why I'm feeling certain things because there's so much going on you know also I feel like the most minuscule things that I was like worried about are just so my like minor now like I don't even it doesn't even cross my mind like what I used to be worried about because I'm just like it's not even worth stressing about because I have bigger problems now But I don't know if you feel the same. No, I agree. So what have you been doing to keep yourself fit during quarantine? Because I see that you've been doing a few of these Melissa health, whatever, you know. Yes, yes. Melissa Wood, Gooch. What, What? Tell me about her. Okay, so I just want to say that you know me and my workouts. You know that I want there to be a vibe to it. I want there to be some lights off some colorful lights, whatever that might be. There has to be an atmosphere. I want like SoundCloud rap really really bad like like to the stuff that you like made fun of in high school kind of thing like I would love for that to be played there has to be you know it has to be a certain vibe and it has to be like intense like you know me De La Hot Pilates all of that stuff blah 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 soul cycle boxing whatever that might be well I never liked chill relaxing things because I would just not say I'm a chill nor relaxing person so (laughs) Same. I, I, like, no one has ever put Taylor King and chill in the same sentence. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> not. I'm not chill. I'll be the first to admit it. I'm just not chill. There's just, I'm so sorry. But what I will say is that I started Melissa Wood Health. I just, okay, I follow this girl, What the Health on Instagram, love her stuff, and she's always posted about her. So I had always kind of been like, oh, I like that. That's kind of cool. But I'm not an, at- I thought I wasn't an at home workout person. Then everyone well, was everyone. doing it. Everyone, they were a, not an at-home workout person. And now I'm kind of into it. I can't lie. But anyways, long story short, there was like four friends of mine who were like, you need to try Melissa Wood Health. So anyways, got a subscription. She's so calm and zen and peaceful. And I don't know. I love it. It's just amazing. So I was doing that. But I will be honest with you, Taylor. I don't think I worked out at all last week. I know this is very out of character for me because I go crazy if I don't work out every single day. Like it's such a staple in my routine. But I was just like, I don't know. I've been kind of unhinged. I also drink a Sprite. So that says, you know. Oh, okay. I know. Very (laughs) weird. I know. I know. That might not seem weird to you guys, but it's just like I haven't drank soda. drink a Sprite? No, literally. I haven't drank soda absent of tito's vodka since like i couldn't even tell you like it's seriously it's been so long so anyways yeah was doing muscle health still doing her love her and then a personal trainer actually slid in my dms what a gal i'm sharing her stuff i know right i'm sharing her stuff on my like youtube vlog if you like need to reach out her thing will be linked but she made me a workout plan So I started that today and that was really incredible. And I looked at it and I didn't think it would be that hard. And then I did it and I was like, oh, she wasn't kidding. You know, you're like, wow, she really is a trainer. Yeah. I was like, oh, this really is your job. You know, I love it. So is the Melissa Wood Health subscription worth it, though? Like for real, because we're spending money here. Okay, it's only $10 a month, so 100%. But also, I don't know if you're into, like, meditating of any sorts. I wouldn't say I'm, like, you know, I'm I'm not a chill nor relaxing person, as we've established. So (laughs) meditating, I haven't really, like, you know, I pray a lot, so I feel like that's good. (laughs) But, But, no, I love it. It's really great. And also what I like about it is that there's some workouts that are, like, like, there's some that are, like, 58 minutes. There's some that are eight. Like, you can really just do, you know, and also. Give a variety. Yeah, and I like how hers, I'm trying to think of the word that she uses. Why am I, it's not low intensity, is it? It's low impact. 
low impact. Got it. Better for your joints and all that. And she's all into just this like whole living. And I just, I really love her. It's really helped with my anxiety. I am a very anxious person. So that and my Zoloft have definitely been helping over quarantine. But I think, yeah, I would definitely say, you know, swipe your credit card, you know? Well, I have to tell you guys about what my quarantine workout schedule, I guess, has been because I I just think it's pretty funny. I waited to save this for my podcast because we were talking about workouts briefly on Kenzie's, which you should go listen to. We just recorded a hilarious episode on her podcast. Do you want to shout it out? Oh, yeah. The I Love You So Much podcast. Yes. Okay. Let me just start from the beginning. I've always wanted to be a runner. Like, I had friends that can, like, my friend Megan, she can literally go out and she'll just run, like, a quick 13 miles. And I'm like, "Uh, what? I'm, like, struggling to get my mile under 13 minutes, right? (laughs) And I, like, don't – I'm, like, a soul cycler. Like, I I can cycle the house down boots. Like, I go to the classes. Like, I I do run on the treadmill, but, like, I'm not a person that can go out and run, like – eight plus miles like I can run like two to three but like not more than that so my brother told me to download this app and it's like this running app that all of him and his fraternity brothers have been using and so I was like oh I want to join because I'm basically a fraternity brother since I'm literally best friends with all of his friends you actually kind of are no like literally if I don't marry someone from who was at one point in his fraternity like it's not gonna work out I know (laughs) seriously I I just love all of them So I ended up downloading it and literally the only people that like I allow to follow me and I'm following are his fraternity brothers. Like it's literally just me and frat boys and all of them log their runs. So they're all they'll like, let's say they do like two miles. They'll be like cool down after lifting and then they'll explain it and like put a photo like it's literally the most funny thing ever. And so some people's like I want to go through and read. Like, these are the titles of some of the fraternity brothers. <laughs> Runs. Afternoon sweaty. <laughs> Do they have emojis? Um, no, but okay. they're like, they literally go into the description and like talk about the details of their run. So they'll be like, saw too many neighbors, had too many stops. I'm not good enough. Like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> gotta get better tomorrow. That's like, me. literally some of my brothers. His are called cool down. And like, you can comment on people's stats. Like, you can comment on their runs or you can like like them. Like, you can give them okay. kudos. I want to go to ones with my brother because they're so funny and I can like actually expose him. Let's look at his. Yuck. Rainy and windy. This shit sucks, but gotta keep going. Literally, this that's is, a description from This Philip is K. so cute. This is basically like an encouraging group message on like WhatsApp with your closest, like your close it's, girls. It's great because it's like competitive and I'm such a competitive person and I love like being one of the boys. Like I love yeah. being thrown in that and that's like the only thing that's going to motivate me to run. So like I'm like, I have to get a great pace because they're going to see my pace on on the app and you're so trying to impress the frat boys that you might marry yes, exactly <laughs> exactly i get it so literally these are my brothers post lift mile how did i ever run a sub six mile i will never know <laughs> and Can't also like yeah literally Go- and he literally logs when he golfs like because he's like walking a long way he'll log <laughs> the amount real. of mileage when he golfs he put Murph challenge, a mental grind. Pull-ups were the hardest and the last mile sucked as I had to stop twice. My endurance sucks, but glad I finished. (laughs) That's so cute. Don't you love this inspiration? And he literally put photos with it. It's just so funny because these frat boys can't post an Instagram photo more than every six months, but they're on this app updating daily. And I was wondering, I was like, how do they have time to post all this stuff? And I'm like, oh, Taylor, they're not posting 80 gazillion stories a day. Like, this is their one story. I'll go to mine. So, like, I've been really motivated to, like, get my pace under. And I I will say I've gotten it to, I've ran now a mile that's under the nine-minute mark. So, I'm, like, in the eight-minute range. So, I'm pretty happy about that. I've been running, like, four to six miles a day because I try and run at least for an hour and let's be honest like I'm walking a lot of the time too yeah I don't know but how anyone I, Taylor okay here's the thing I'm just not a runner and I too actually wanted to become a runner over quarantine I just haven't done this I've ran like twice I don't know how people run for an hour straight like I'll see Janine's stories if she ran for an hour my dad even told me he did five miles today I'm like oh my gosh like I love working out don't get me wrong like it's literally one of my favorite things to yeah. do I just think you guys are actually like superheroes 
Like this is literally one of my runs. I ran 5.52 miles. The title is Phil Motivated Me. Mind you, all only frat boys are seeing this post. This is the description. Wasn't feeling it when I woke up, so I called PK and asked him to motivate me. These were his wise words. Quote, don't be a fat ass. End quote. Wasn't my best and had a lot of start-stop BS, but got it done and I feel way better. That was beautiful. Kenzie, get this. Some of the best frat boy runners were commenting on my run and they were like, good shit, TK. Wow. I honestly feel so cool. And someone else commented, beast. Aww. I think this is the sweetest app ever. It honestly is the only reason, like, why it's motivating me to run every day because I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to do it for my boys. (laughs) For your boys. Maybe I'll start running too. I'll do it for your boys. You can join the app. I'll I'll let you join. Yeah, I think that that would be allowed. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about Liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I see that also throughout quarantine, you've become quite the reader. Can you tell me just how you became a reader? Because I really would like to get to that point in my life. I'm just still on TikTok. Okay, well, I would say there is a direct correlation between when I stopped watching TikToks as much, which I still do. Don't get me wrong. I love a good TikTok. I'm fully behind it. And when I started reading. So here's the deal. I grew up reading. It's always been one of my favorite things. I've always been a reader. You know, I if you think about it, I always have you read. Really have. I really always have been a reader. But here's the thing. 
I feel like as I kind of came into my adult life, I was really sticking to my good nonfiction books because I was like, listen, if I'm going to read and spend time doing that, I want to improve myself or, you know, whatever that might be, yada, yada, yada. I will say, I think that was such a small minded view of how I viewed reading because my fiction books, I learned so much in fiction books, even just about life. And like, I think also for someone who struggles with anxiety to like the extent that I do and like depression and all of that, it is one of the most helpful things ever. Anyways, I grew up reading Junie B. Jones, Nancy Drew, all that stuff. And then I've just been reading so many. I've read like every pretty much popular nonfiction book out there in the past, probably like in our kind of circle of people who, you know what I mean? Not like everyone yeah. out there, but of like what books on like influencer stories, influencer read. stories or like even church stuff or whatever that might be. Yeah. And so I've read all of those and I read like nine of them over quarantine because I got into memoirs. I read two memoirs and I was reading all of those and I read like nine nonfiction books in a row and I was like, okay, something's got to give. So my friend Jess texted me, was like, you need to read The Last Mrs. Parish, whatever. And that was kind of it. Liv Constantine, my girl, my favorite author, we DM. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just really cool now. <laughs> I just got into this whole world of reading. And then it's just been, I think I'm on my like 10th fiction book now. It's really, my Kindle wow. arrives tomorrow. I've been reading on my iPad anyways, but like, I will read a book probably every other day, but I also, here's what I do around like eight or nine every night I go to bed and I read until like one in the morning. So I read for hours a day, but it's at night. So I don't really notice it. Like I just, when you guys watch Netflix and stuff, which when I would normally watch shows is when I'm reading. So that's how I'm reading so much. Cause I'm not watching shows or TikToks, you yeah, know, what do I, what do I do though? If I want to watch TikToks and shows and read. I mean, you just can't read as fast as I'm reading, probably. Like, you would just read Got like it. a normal human being. So, should I just read, like, wh what's what would be a realistic goal? Like, should I try, like, 10 minutes every night? Like, what would you recommend? Yeah, I think maybe I would do a solid, like, 20 to 30. I also think another key factor to this that I did leave out on accident is that I was reading thrillers, and I have, for the most part, been reading thrillers. So, thrillers are page turners and typically when you get to around page eh, 150 to 180 there's a twist and so like let's say you get to that part which is when I would normally get to it and then you just like can't stop reading and you finish the book in one night but yeah I think it's nice I also think I definitely notice a significant change in my mood when I read at night and also I think over the past few weeks just certain things happening I'm like especially like quarantine whatever I'm like I feel like I should just be more down than I am and I realize that I'm not because normally people get upset and sad like at night right but I can't yeah. do that because I'm reading I don't even think about like the future and all that stuff because I'm reading so it's really awesome so 20 minutes is what I should try and do yeah just ease your way into it but you have to find a good book that you're obsessed with and then then you go from there Okay, got it. What's the number one book everyone should buy right now? I'm going to have to go with The Last Mrs. Parish. Okay, I'll give you two. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay, so thrillers are actually my favorite, and that may not sound like you would love it, but you, you will love it, I promise. So the first one is Last Mrs. Parish. That one's amazing. Liv Constantine. Last, the Last Mrs. Parish. It's the on Last Reese Witherspoon's book club, actually. I'm really active okay. in there. So okay. that's one thing. And then the second one would be Before We Were Strangers. So that's romance. And like, I have never teared up or cried because of a book or like felt so like, you know, when you have like a pit in your stomach, like, yes, ever. And I like cried. Lauren did. Maddie did from OK Sis. Like we all are like, I can't even describe this book to you. It's just oh really will change your life. Yeah. I, I noticed that you said you're in Reese Witherspoon's book club. Do you understand why I literally want to be here now? <laughs> no, I've always understood it because my mom... Okay, growing up, everyone would always compare my mom to Reese Witherspoon. So we've always been really in the loop with her, and I love her. Got I've it. always understood it. I've always been behind that idea. I've always... For sure. I think... I don't know what it is. Like, books just bring a connection and a community that, like, other things just can't do. Right? Got it. So... I'm really feeling really connected to Reese after reading all these books, you know? I love that. Okay. So speaking of Reese, have you seen The Morning Show? No, I haven't. Okay. I only, uh, yeah, I know. You literally, like anyone that hasn't seen The Morning Show, like I don't want to hear the excuse anymore that you don't have Apple 
TV Plus or whatever it is, there's a seven day free trial. Like you will finish it before the free trial wait, ends. Like wait a second. No, no, no. It's not that I don't have. I have Apple TV. It's just at someone else's house and I can't really get it right now. Yours, I understand because you actually already have it. But there is it's the Apple TV Plus, but it's like an application on your computer. Oh, okay. The okay. I watched so the first you might two be able episodes. To watch it still on your computer. Okay, I will do that. I watched the first two episodes before, like my Apple TV kind of went away, and I was obsessed with it, and it was so good. Like I, oh my god, I loved it. But then my Apple TV got taken away, and then blah blah blah, whatever. No, it is extremely annoying how it is not on the iconic Netflix or Hulu, because like everyone has those too, and you do have to join another streaming service, which like is disappointing. But also that show is the reason why people are getting the Apple TV like plus subscription because it is so fucking good. Okay, I promise um, I will. Okay, so can we get into the whole housewife life? Can you explain? Yeah, so I think quarantine has just made me realize how I have a really bright future as far as being a housewife. And I want to add in a breadwinning housewife. Like, don't worry. I, I don't. One, I'm never going to belittle a housewife because I will say keeping my house in order is legitimately a full-time job. But also, I, you know, me and working in, but obviously I'm not going to give that up, guys. So don't get your panties in a wad, whatever that might be. Because I joked about it online and people are getting a little bit angry. And I'm like, okay, people. Wait, why? Relax. Because they're just like, oh my, like, I don't know. For some reason, they have like some vendetta against housewives. And I'm like, listen, they're living their lives and they're incredible human beings. Stop. So anyways... With that being said, conveniently enough, all of my hobbies are hobbies in which I feel as though housewives partake in. So, for instance, cooking. My favorite cooking and reading. Those would be the two biggest things. For example, the other night, I actually cooked a meal for an hour and a half and I listened to an hour and a half book club podcast while I was sipping a glass of wine. And I have never felt more myself like I just felt absolutely incredible so that and then I've been working in my house nonstop. even like kind of I bleached my rooftop just like cleaning so much organizing so much cooking just like doing so many things conveniently at the same time as well I found this Instagram account and I've never been the one that like look at cute photos of babies or cute photos of dogs like I was like oh cute I love dogs that's great but like I was not like please send me that yeah no I Samson the dude has changed my life I talk about it all the time but I I'm obsessed with these golden doodles and this baby. So now I'm like, do I have like baby fever? It's very odd. I've never felt that way. Keep in mind, I was terrified of pregnancy like six months ago. So here we are. But I just feel as though all of my hobbies have just really kind of geared more towards a housewife. And I'm like not fighting it. Well, do you do you think you're going to get a golden doodle? Because I think this is a great segue into the polls because we did make some polls about golden doodles versus labradoodles. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want if you had to choose? So my family actually has a golden doodle and a labradoodle. And I will say our labradoodle is 3000 times better behaved than really? yeah than our golden doodle. But then they're older now, so they're really great. But growing up, like Harley was my dog, of course, and she's the Labradoodle and she is beautiful and an angel and she was such a great dog. And we trained, she trained so quick that we were like, oh my gosh, we should get her a friend. So then we got Cooper, the golden doodle, and he was straight up Marley for Marley and me. Like, that's exactly how he was. And now he's an angel because he's old, but... I will say, like, the I, I want a golden doodle just because I'm so heavily influenced by Samson, but I, I don't really, I'm, I'm into either. Okay, got it. So, I personally would say golden doodle just because I'm so obsessed with golden retrievers mm-hmm. that I'm like, I need, if I was going to get anything, I'd get a golden doodle. And they're hyper, allo- they're hyper whatever. They both are, they're advertised. Allogenic. I mean, mine actually are, but, like, they claim that they are and a lot of them aren't so people get really mad about that claim i don't know both of mine are because like technically they can't actually be i don't know i got so many dms about it and i knew that just from having them but like ours are actually hypo both of them are hypoallergenic see i really all i've wanted in life are two golden retrievers like that's just all i want and I posted a Instagram being a Carmel, Indiana housewife the other day. And two of my guy friends were commenting on it. And they were like, no, TK, you can't have a Yorkie by your side. You have to have a golden doodle. And I was like, what? Is that a part of the housewife culture? Oh. And so now I'm like, do I need a golden doodle, not a golden retriever? I honestly think that either pass. I think you'd be more classic with a golden retriever. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick to my golden retriever ways, but... You know, I'm definitely considering a golden doodle now. 
Yeah, yeah. The fact that we're like so well, seriously talking about this too. The rest of the world thinks Golden Doodle as well. Actually, 69% voted Golden Doodle and 31% voted Labradoodle. Wow. Do you want to go into the rest of the polls now? Yes, I would love to. Okay, so the first thing is, would you rather read a book or watch a movie? I mean, clearly I would rather read a book after I just talked about it for too long. Sorry, guys. I think I would say watch a movie, but like I wish I was intelligent enough to say read a book. You know, I'm reading like romance and thrillers where it's like, this this woman had an affair for money blah 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 i wouldn't go as far to say i'm intelligent like because of this you're still like training your brain like it's still working your brain more than me sitting and watching movie i really like it because i feel like there's so many worlds that go on in my head all the time and i i know it sounds so stupid but i really feel like it has like almost opened my mind so much i don't know how to describe it 78 percent said watch a movie 22 percent said read a book i'm surprised it's even that high I was just about to say that. Okay, what kind of books do you prefer to read, fiction or nonfiction? I would say up until recently it would have been nonfiction, but now I'm really on my fiction wave. I was going to say the same, like, I feel like I've always been a nonfiction person and I love learning about people, like, especially, like, Mm -hmm. autobiographies and biographies and stuff. But I'm really intrigued by this fiction category now that you have, you know, really pitched it to me. Surprisingly enough, 70% said fiction. Oh, wow. I wouldn't have guessed that. 70% said nonfiction. So I'm like, do I need to go on the fiction train? Yeah. Okay, romance or thriller? Okay, I'm not... uh, I've only read two romance... uh, Three romance novels. And... uh, I would say I'm a thriller person. I'm not I'm not normally a romance person. Lauren had to force me to read before we were strangers and that was just like the exception. And then I read another flop and then I'm reading currently a good romance, but I'm more of a thriller girl. It's just so interesting like there's money, all this stuff like that's I mean it's literally sometimes it gives me anxiety because it's the exact opposite life I want to live. But it's just so interesting. Like these twists, you don't, you really don't see them coming. I feel like in shows and movies, you kind of know what the twist is going to be. And these yeah. books, nope, you have no idea. Well, love that. I think I would vote romance just because I'm a sucker for a good romance story. But I do love a thriller. I think the thriller keeps me more intrigued with getting mm-hmm. the book done than a romance does, which 71% said romance, but that makes sense to me because everyone loves a love story. No, that for sure. Have you been listening to more or less podcasts since quarantine? Less. So much. I mean, I listen to my friends just so I feel like I'm hanging out with them. Yeah, I would agree. I would say less only because I'm living with three other people. So I'm like, I don't have time to just like, pl- or I don't really have anywhere to like play it on my phone out loud and I already have airpods in my ears for so long out of the day because I'm editing that the last thing I want to do is keep them in my ears longer <laughs> and after a run like I have airpods in all day like I just want to have my ears be free for a little bit you're also not commuting anymore so like that's a big thing too yeah and that's where I would listen to my podcast all the time especially when I was like cleaning my room and stuff mm-hmm. like back at my apartment actually surprisingly enough this one's 50 50 I saw at the beginning when I voted too, it was like 90% more or something. A lot of people, I it makes sense to me though, especially if you're alone. Like if I was by myself, I would be listening to podcasts like crazy. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I Honestly, I think what's happening is that people who haven't really listened to podcasts before are listening and people oh, who normally point. listen aren't listening. Yeah, and it just probably gives you some sense of normalcy, like listening to people talk. Yes. Okay. What kind of pods have you been listening to recently? Entertainment or informational? Entertainment. 100%. Same, for sure. 91% said entertainment. I know, which is wild because I don't normally listen kind of in the same way, honestly, with like fiction and nonfiction books. Like I was like, if I'm going to listen to something and commit that much time, I want to like learn and whatever, which again, I think you can learn from anything. I think it's a small way to like kind of view that, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I, I, that's really crazy that that was that many, but I'm not surprised. To all the creators out there and podcasters, work on that entertainment game because I don't think the informational stuff is doing as well. <laughs> you know what it probably is too? Like what? we are, which I mean, you could say we're also not really learning. So you would think people would want to do more informational, but I think that we're just not really having fun. Like we're not going and hanging with our friends and like going exactly. out. So people are looking for that in a podcast. For real. I I totally get that. And, like, I feel like we're so stuck on, like, the news and information. We're, like, zoned in and glued to that all day. Like, 
when I want to relax and listen to a podcast, like I want people to be talking about funny shit, like because yeah. I'm not with my friends. Well, I am with my friends, but most people aren't with their friends, like having them crack jokes and like be out all the time, like normal. Mm-hmm. And so I think entertainment is all, that's why like views are way higher and like streaming's way higher and like everything, like every form of art is like elevated and like views are so high for everyone because everyone just is trying to entertain themselves to get through this tough time. Mm-hmm. Quarantine is the time for realizing things. Squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. True or false? True. I like this. The squiggle, squiggle, squiggle really made that. 85% said true. Oh, wow. I feel like a lot of us I are doing some true, soul though. searching. No. I think a lot of people are realizing things. I also think like there's no way that you're stuck in your house and like nothing is coming to the surface like i'm so sorry did you have you looked like yeah, a spotless so clean you know what i mean or, like you're not at least like thinking or reprioritizing not that it needs to be some traumatic thing but like i mean we're literally stuck in our houses for two months at a time you're telling me there's not one thing even like with the whole like dating like quarantine fling culture i'm like wow i'm realizing a lot through this too like maybe i like a guy that does this or maybe i enjoy a guy that does this or like maybe i should consider this one you yeah, know what I mean? Like, maybe I fair. should consider my six man. Yeah. I'm like realizing a lot. I'm realizing a lot. Like, he can be, he can be number six. Yeah. Are you having more anxiety during quarantine? Yes. Uh, but here's my thing. I went back on medicine during this, thank God. Long story short, if you have, like, extreme, extreme, extreme mood swings around your period, like, go to the doctor. It's not normal. But I literally cried for 30 hours straight, and my anxiety was, like, through the roof. Like, the two weeks leading up to that, I was so bad. But I will say, my anxiety normally it would be so much worse but i went back on medicine and i'm so glad because i would literally be losing my mind right now so yes but it's gotten so much better got it i feel like mine was a little bit worse towards the beginning of all this because i was like what am i doing i'm living in another house i'm not in my environment but now that i've kind of settled in and you know know my place and know my vibe and know my routine kind of here it things have settled down for sure for me but I know that a lot of people are having a lot of anxiety a lot of my friends are dealing with a lot of anxiety during this time just because it it is an anxious time and people don't know what's going to happen or what we're going to do and I think it's completely valid to be feeling that oh for sure 70% actually said they're having more anxiety as well 30% said no okay so this one doesn't apply to me so i'm gonna ask tk this would you would you date your corn fling i'm gonna leave it open-ended that i would date one of my corn flings i was just about to say it's not even gonna be obvious because obviously tk comes prepared she's stacked with corn flings there's not just one yeah exactly we have a roster we have a starting five and a six man exactly and that's how it should be at all times, ladies. Keep it up. 61% said no, they wouldn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 39% said yes. That's I funny. mean, that does kind of make sense to me because I me feel too. like people are, like, just messing around. Yes, they're just doing it to do it. Do you feel better after talking with someone or keeping it to yourself? Oh, for sure, talking to someone. Oh, my God. I feel so much better after I talk to someone. I, like, feel relieved and, like, I've, like, released so much because I feel like I'll overthink everything and like bottle it up and let it like eat me alive if I don't talk about it I also think with just like whatever problem you're going through I think honestly to come to whatever solution that you come to I think 90% of it is you actually saying it out loud and 10% of it is what the advice that person offers you because absolutely even just like being the friend that listens you don't have to have anything to say like that's so powerful and helpful I think honestly it really is just getting your thoughts out of your head like that is where the power is for the most part Well, that's why therapy is a thing because it's like an hour session of you just like spilling out everything Mm -hmm. 76% said talking to someone 24% said keep it to yourself and I will say I did get a lot of DMs being like the 24% that said keeping it to yourself are lying (laughs) I was like I was low-key agreeing okay when something bad happens to you do you immediately think of the worst case scenario I think I'm I'm on opposite ends of the spectrum like either a hundred percent yes or i'm so optimistic and like full of faith like i can't you know i think honestly i think what it is is if something here's my thing 
nothing will have happened that's wrong. I will just feel anxious for no reason. And I will be thinking worst case scenario nonstop. But when that worst case scenario actually happens to me, then I have no other option but to like flip it and be optimistic about it. So I think I regularly think of the worst case scenario. But once that happens, I flip. I would agree with that to some aspect because I think I immediately think of the worst case scenario always but it doesn't mean I'm not okay with it. I'm like, that's okay if that happens. But sometimes I'm like, this could be the worst case scenario, but I don't think that's going to happen. You know what I yeah. mean? But yeah. I always think about it. Yeah. 88% said yes. 12% said no. Are you being more ballsy with reaching out to your crush during this quarantine? I guess this is for me because <laughs> hello, corn fling season. Corn fling um, season. I feel like I'm... I'm being much more ballsy just because I'm like, everyone's at home bored. Like may as well YOLO and see what happens. You also just, you can get away with being more ballsy and people won't really look into it as much just because, just because you're so like funny and fun to be around and like confident and whatever that, (laughs) and that's kind of your personality that I think that honestly you could be so straightforward. And like, I don't know if like, I think that if someone else was straightforward, it'd be like, oh, whoa. But like you being straightforward, like that just is like natural almost. No, like I straight up will FaceTime my crush. Like I'll FaceTime people out of nowhere. But the thing is, is like they can't even feel special because like I FaceTime 80 million people throughout the day. So it's like kind of funny when I like slip that in there and like Loki, I'm really nervous and I like don't know if they're going to answer. And if they don't answer, it makes me sad and like all these things. But like they would never know because like I literally FaceTime 80 million people like the exactly most random people and Kenzie can attest to that you know how much I FaceTime yes she's a big FaceTimer biggest FaceTimer in the game 66% said no they're not being as ballsy 34% said yes oh my gosh guys live a little do something you know what I will say though is I feel like my corn flings are being more ballsy with me like I've never heard them say things to the th- like what they're saying to me like I've never had this much communication with these people as I have now I think people are just bored so you guys are like why not because I don't think like you regularly are like just oh whatever fun young like blah 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 but you don't have this much time to talk to them like you know what I'm saying I'm not saying that you never talk to people like obviously you do but you don't have this amount of time so even for you like you're doing it out of like oh I have the time now you know what I mean so true so true I think I also justify it because I'm like they have the time too so like if they really don't talk to me don't want to talk to me they won't yeah true and I've been reminding myself several times during this quarantine ladies if they like you you'll know if they don't you'll be confused (laughs) that is a really good quote and that's the tea do you think you will go back to school in the fall like normal do you think people will like colleges I think so. I hope. I know in my Facebook group, people who like work for colleges and stuff were saying they were already planning a backup in case they have to go online. Bigger question though, do you think that Coachella is happening? Because I feel like there's just no way. In my gut, I feel like no. Same. It's not going to happen. But I do have hope. I have hope. I don't think it's going to happen. I appreciate at first too, just being a delay to October because I don't think... Like, I appreciate that because so much is going on and I everyone's agree. so obsessed. So it's, it was a nice, like, slow letdown rather than just a heartbreaking time. And it's like, I appreciate the optimism. Like, hey, this will be better by this time. Yeah. However, today, literally, I was just chatting with one of my friends that Lala got canceled. And now it's, like, not looking good for Chella. Oh, I didn't even know I Lala think, did. Yeah. I just think that, well, Lala's in August. So that's, like pretty soon but i just think that all these big festivals and concerts and stuff don't want to be the reason like the virus comes back or like doesn't want to get sued for whatever reason like i just think no one wants to be the reason so i I think that's why everyone's playing it safe which totally understand and i think that's a great idea oh for sure and i think obviously besides like the lawsuit on the business end but It's also like, I don't think we're going to be having big, any big gatherings like that for the remainder of 2020, at least like until next year. So that's what I mean. I'm like, I don't even think that's going to be like allowed, you know? I know. Which is really unfortunate because I had, my whole roster was planned for Lollapalooza. I was just going to wing it at Coachella because you never know what type of guys are going to go there. And stagecoach, I was going to just be in heaven again because 307 galore. Seriously. Anyway, I'm just going to have to wait for 2021 for that. 
as far as going back to school, I think kids will have the opportunity to go back to school. However, there will not be partying. Yeah. No large gatherings. And I'm, I'm really worried about the sports because yeah. and I really feel for those that are going to be seniors who are playing or if you're considering going to the draft, you know, going pro, it's a huge year. So I really hope that they allow, which I'm sure they will, these athletes who have worked so hard the past four years to either redshirt or I don't know what the case, have another year of eligibility. I don't know what the logistics are, but I hope everything is reasonable and works out pretty smoothly. You know who I really feel for? The, like, high school seniors who would be using oh, this I to know. get into college who, like, they can't afford college. Maybe it's a single parent. Like, that makes, like, breaks my heart. Because, like, that was I their know. one ticket into college and they worked their, like, whole life for it. Even, like, senior prom, like, it doesn't seem like a big deal. But also, it's, like, the only prom you'll have. Yeah. You know, little things like that. I feel I feel so lucky to be at the age I am at because I'm not missing any huge you know things in my life at the moment i'm just praying for everyone out there that this all gets gets through but stay at home people that's the only thing that'll help 51 percent said no they don't feel like they'll go back to school normal wow and that wraps it up for the polls but let's just you know remain optimistic you never know what can happen true you know i've been really living for these d like live dj sets your tiktok with your live dj set was incredible i want to wow do more. i have so many ideas i i maybe i'll do one, another one this weekend because i really feel like in another life i would be dj tk i think that you should make that this life i think you should just go for it you know what i i'm like the most like i'm good with rhythm and like beats and stuff but i am not musically inclined in the slightest like i, I know i don't was. know anything about like notes or like like i don't know how to play instruments like the only instrument i learned how to play was the piano for a year because my mom made a deal with me that if i played it for a year and took lessons i could get my ears pierced and immediately after i got my ears pierced i stopped so i'm just like i i wish that i had all of the qualities of being a dj but i would just need someone to like actually make my music and then i would just go up there and like hype people up yeah, no, you could definitely do that. Remember when every girl in LA had their DJ phase? I think that you should just have yours. I really should. And I feel like the name is perfect, DJ TK. I know. Honestly, <laughs> if anything, just do it for the name. Maybe I will. I mean, Dylan Francis did repost my one TikTok on his Insta story and his Snap story. So we're basically best buds now. Very true. I mean, that's a lot. Insta and Snap story. That's a big step. I know. At first I was like, Snap story. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like Snap story. Like, does anyone really use that? And then I was like, holy shit, Instagram. Wow. It was cool. I feel like a lot of the white boys from my hometown like thought I was cool in that moment. Oh, for sure. By the way, have you seen any of my other TikToks? Yes, I have, actually. I meant to ask you on my podcast because I need you to, like, I want to do dancing TikToks and stuff. I just don't know which ones, like, which ones are cool, which ones aren't cool, which ones are too old. How do I do the thing where I'm, like, three people? Like, I just have so many questions. So, honestly, I'm going to need to, like, FaceTime <laughs> you. Clone effect. I'm just so confused. Like, I, I literally don't know how to use the app. I act, and I'm not trying to be, like, like, I love TikTok. I think it's so fun. And I'm not trying to be, like, the meme that's, like, people who think they're too mature. <laughs> a phd and whatever that's so funny and i'm not that i just truly like i think that if i had a five minute tutorial on how to use things i would like kill it but i'm just like not doing too well and i want to just up my game the first things first is you have to be an avid like watcher so like devote even just 20 minutes like i guarantee it'll be longer that than that no i do watch i do watch at least that a day okay but watch and like like your favorites because then basically just like remake those and okay. if you want to learn a dance, like, be prepared that you're going to have to take, like, almost a week to, like, practice it before you perfect it. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it. I'm currently in the process of learning the new Savage, like, Beyonce remix dance, and mm-hmm. it's taken me a while. No, that one looks a little bit difficult. I know which one you're talking about. But the thing is, with TikTok, is, like, you literally not only have to be a great dancer... You also have to be a great lip syncer. You have to be great at facials. And the facials. you also have to be hot. Like, you have to literally wear a crop top. Like, I am not into this low-rise sweatpant, like, thing. Like, I, yeah. don't, not on, I don't want all that. And then you have to have your tits up. And you have to, like, have a full face of makeup. And I have to do the cute little, like, Addison Ray pout. Like, it's a lot. Was it you or Alicia who said, like, in the summer, you can either be tan, 
work out every day or have something else, but you can't be all three, pick two. What was it? Because we were like going through it. And I'm like, you can't, we talked about it at least like going all the way to like Gracias Madre or something one night, but it's like, you oh, can't I'm have sure. all of them pick one, uh, pick two. So like, that's kind of how I feel about TikTok. Also, yeah. I think the facials really stress me out. I was talking or maybe I was listening to, I maybe I was just listening to OK Sis or something, and they were getting on to Scott about her facials, and like I was just getting like insecure because I'm like that would probably be me too, and that just like stresses me out. Like it's honestly, it's just been really stressing me out. You know whose TikTok I think is killing the game is Keaton's. Keaton is the best at Kardashian reactions or whatever, not oh, reactions. Yeah, she's really good at the lip syncing. Yeah, that's good. See, I'm like, I feel like I'm a dancer. Like I'm a TikTok. Yeah, no, you're happy. definitely a dancer. You're the dancer. It's because I did all-star cheer so like the facials come a little bit naturally to me i'm not gonna lie and like i did too when i was literally my dream app okay here's the thing i actually did too and when i was younger like growing up obviously you know i lived in texas but i actually don't think it would be bad i think that for some reason and i'm not a shy person like in the slightest but to get me to do this dance by myself in my house even though no one's watching me i don't know why i'm so nervous i'm like actually nervous but the thing is though is like you don't understand like I already made up dances by myself like in my room like pre-TikTok like so this is like perfect for you I was 21 years old doing facials and like still doing cheer routines on my bed like pre-TikTok and then it came and I was like holy cow like I can capitalize like I just got my first TikTok brand deal (laughs) that's actually incredible that is so funny which is insane also no there's really not any editing which is like my dream app true so that's what I love about it but I will say I do get caught in it for hours in it I waste a lot of time on it I really spent so I would wake up and the first thing I would do was check TikTok like beginning quarantine I was so into it I still am honestly like I do watch it every single day I get on the app I do the whole thing for some reason though the reason I haven't been on it as much lately is because for some reason TikTok thinks that I love TikToks from these like divorce attorneys and like all these horrible breakup ones, which I was not engaging with to begin with. And like, it was honestly just depressing. So I've been having a hard time with that because I'm like, listen, like, I don't want to hear about divorces and breakups 24 seven. Like we're already in quarantine, you know? Yeah, exactly. I will say that I do fear of my future boyfriend and husband looking at my TikToks because like that's just straight up embarrassing imagine tiktoks like people watching their tiktoks in 10 years i can't imagine like a guy like considering liking me and being like oh she's kind of cute and then going to my tiktok like that's my biggest fear (laughs) it's fine i think that the right guy will love your tiktok taylor like i'm just imagining him watching me doing the box and like cringing the house down you never know i mean tiktok's pretty cool now so i think I that i need a guy that accepts me and my tiktok exactly you guys are you and your tiktok are a package deal taylor yeah and that's the tea well thank you everyone for listening <laughs> please kenzie pimp yourself out where can everyone find you follow you listen to our joint podcast okay so our joint podcast we recorded an episode up for mine just the i love you so much podcast you can also decide in kenzie elizabeth and then you can find me on instagram twitter youtube kenzie elizabeth and my tiktok is just kenzie elizabeth hey be sure to listen to our podcast on Kenzie's. She interviews me. It was very fun and hilarious. We're just like the most funny people ever. And um, humble. Yeah. <laughs> and hot. Anyways. And sexy. Yeah. And gorgeous. Anyway, please go listen to that and be sure to follow me on at TK's Juicy Polls on Instagram because without following me on Instagram, you can't be a part of the podcast. Subscribe to me and my YouTube channel. Follow me on TikTok at TK's Juicy Polls. You know the drill. I think that's everything. Be sure to make someone's day this week. Love you guys so much. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, 
indoor or outdoor. You can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.